So welcome back to the UNT MindSpark podcast. You are listening to What's Your Spark series. I'm your host, Madan. With us, we have our maker and blender guru uh, from the UNT Spark makerspace. Um, without further delay, I'm happy to welcome my colleague, Aiden, a uh, guest uh, for this episode. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, my first question, uh, what's your majors? So I am a media arts major, which is basically like film, TV, you know, anything in the realm of like media. And then my minor is new media arts, which is the whole different college is part of CVAD. It's not part of College of Liberal Arts and Social Sciences. So that one's a little bit more creative so i get to do like vr ar technology like mixed in with art it's really kind of funky and weird but yeah that's pretty much wow that is nice that is nice um well my next question um what first got into making so i've always been like a really creative person like i was always into drawing and and like sketching things and then I don't know I didn't really know about what all my options were until I got to college like sure I mean there's like sculpting and stuff like that like all of the arts mediums but I didn't really get into those a whole lot but when I came to UNT I found out about the makerspace through like handshake I was looking for a job and then I applied and then bam now I work at the makerspace and that's kind of what introduced me to a lot of the things that we have like I didn't have any clue about any of it so really just working here that is nice I mean I, I've learned a lot from you uh, I can't tell I mean I definitely see you as a blender guru you should probably <laughs> you should probably host some you know videos in YouTube and ch uh, start your own channel maybe yeah, you maybe, know? maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be the first subscriber so <laughs> oh, thank you um, so, uh, if you could identify uh, one fictional character, who would it be? Mm, it would probably be Spider-Man. I just think he's really cool. That's oh, it. There's yeah. no like, like crazy reasoning. I just think he's cool. That's it. I I, I like I like Spider-Man too. Right. Uh, I, I think my my bet would be Batman or a Spider-Man. You okay. know, it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to the next question. Uh, what tool or machine do you find most helpful at the makerspace? So I'm kind of biased because all I really do is 3D printing, but um, I really like the 3D printers that we have just because you can do so much with them. And they really come in handy when we need a part that we don't have and we can just make it and print it. Um, but aside from the 3D printers, I really like the laser cutter lately. Um, I like making like the logos and the graphics and then being able to etch them on wood. I think that's really cool. So probably the laser is a second. It's very hard to tell which one, right. uh, which one is your favorite or, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's hard to pick because like it's also based on your background. Right. Yeah. So if I was going to choose something, I would choose audio. Right, I wouldn't yeah. choose. Okay. 3D printing. I like 3D printing. Mm -hmm. I like. And um, once once I got into Blender, I mean, it is challenging, but it is fun <laughs> too. And I, I get to see your work in Blender. 
Uh, it's really fascinating. I mean, uh, you do inspire me. Sometimes you do push me a little <laughs> further. Okay, come on, get up. And, uh, you know, why don't you do your uh, right. own stuff? I mean, I really wanted to do something like that. Yeah. And it's so, you know, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Right. You know, it's it's uh, really intimidating when you first open it because you open the, the application and then there's just so many options and menus and settings. And it's like... <sighs> Do I really want to learn how to do this? It's 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 really overwhelming. And then, but once you start to see all of the things that you can do, and that it's completely free, and that there's a community that helps you and gives you materials and objects and 3D models, it gets really fun once you start pulling things from different places and different people. Mm-hmm. So it it's. It gets a lot less complicated with all of that fascination once you start learning. So Beautiful. I really enjoy it. Beautiful. Um, when creating a project, um, how do you define success? Do you critique your work? I'm probably, how do I say? I feel like I judge my work very like severely compared to other people. Sometimes I'm working on a project and I'm doing things so like detail oriented and steven's like well i mean you don't have to do that and i'm like i do i have like a set (laughs) standard for myself you know what i mean but i think the way i really judge um like the things that i'm working on a lot of my projects are like functionality related so really it's with how functional the final product is or how helpful um or how we can use it in the future. So I think I do judge it a lot, but that's pretty much how I define like how successful it is, like how much we use it or how much we need it or something like that. Um, that's pretty much how I gauge it. Cool. Um, because I, I, th- I think uh, to an, um, I've seen your work and um, it's really good. And I think part of you critiquing your work and being very picky, choosy mm-hmm. is good because the um, the, the stuff that you've done so far um, is really, you know, fascinating. It, it doesn't seem like like someone had done this at a makerspace. It's like, it seems like, oh, did you create that animation sort of a thing? <laughs> I, saw, I saw the Blender stuff that you've done before. I saw the 3D printings, and they are really amazing. Um, so moving on to the next question, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, well, a large part of me wants to stay here just because this is where my family is. You know, I've got my girlfriend's family, soon fiance's family, you know, so it's it's kind of hard to say like, oh, I want to go live across the world because I don't know, I'm really attached. But like genuinely, I would probably move out of the U.S. if it weren't for that. I don't know where in particular, but I mean, there's a lot of things in a lot of other countries that are built just a little bit more efficient in terms of government and rights and, you know, um, just progressiveness in general. Like, for example, right now there's a lot of politics happening, but I'm trans, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would want to move somewhere where there's resources available to me and consideration and, you know, um, where who I am isn't debated every other day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So somewhere (laughs) that's better than here, you know. Uh Um, I don't have like a specific spot in mind. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's how I feel even, um, you know, I'm from India, right? Mm. So I feel the same way. I mean, anywhere (laughs) (laughs) but my country. Uh, It's it's just that, 
you know, I think the, um, you know, society and the uh, perception mm -hmm. that uh, people in general have uh, in your own country is very different right. um, yeah. versus someone from another country who's much more open right. and much more welcoming, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I've, I've seen that too. So uh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, what do you do to keep yourself motivated? So pretty much like how my mindset works, like the way my brain is made up, um, I lose motivation like really quickly. Um, so the way it kind of works is like a never ending cycle of like productivity. So if I'm not productive, then I don't feel motivated, which makes me not productive even more. And then it, it keeps going. But to stay motivated, I have to be productive. So if I'm productive, I'm motivated. And then if I'm motivated, I'm more productive. And it, it just it's it's a cycle. So really, it's just working on projects or keeping myself entertained or, you know, just finding new things to learn. I'm, I'm really, how do you say, like I hyper fixate on different um, pieces of knowledge every other week. So I learned Blender on a whim just because Steven told me about it because I was learning Cinema 4D originally. That's the one I wanted to learn. That's how I found out about like 3D um, or like digital art and whatnot. But then Steven was like, well, why don't you use this one? It's free. And I was like, Ooh, this one's kind of ugly. <laughs> and so then I, I literally binged it for a couple of weeks, and then I was decently proficient just because, I, I mean, I was curious. And so finding things like that to hyperfixate on. So I learned Blender, and then I, I recently just learned Fusion 360 just because I wanted to. Um, and now I know that as well, and I've just got a, how do you say, like an arsenal of softwares that I've just learned just because hyper fixating on them and so um that's how i kind of keep myself going i just find something new to learn and get excited that is nice uh, i mean I, I i totally uh get that because for you to be self-motivated you have to initiate yourself mm -hmm. to find something that interests you shouldn't be challenging at the same time right. shouldn't be uh, easy enough to do things mm -hmm. because it's gonna bore you at some point yeah. uh, right so yeah that's that's fun that's nice. that that like learning constantly with the motivation yeah. it, it gives you that like sense of accomplishment like I learned how to do this I taught myself how to do this and then you get to show it off and be like guys look at what I did you know what I mean so Absolutely. really just that sense of like success in yourself really gives you a lot Oh, yeah. The motivation to keep learning. Oh, yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. Um, if you could interview a creative person, past or present, who would it be? Um, if I were to pick anybody, like, <laughs> it would probably be, like, Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. Um, I've always been really fascinated with his stuff since I was, like, younger. I learned about him from, like, a video game. Um, and then since then I was like, oh my god, he, he did so much with, like, so little of the tools like that we have now, you know, like, he didn't have any of that. Like, homie just created, just to create because he was curious and he made a bunch of cool inventions and even just looking at his journals is just really fascinating. So I'd probably interview him. I don't know. I want to figure out how his brain works. I think it's so cool. <laughs> I remember you... Uh you know, you shared this information when I was uh, new to Spark, and I was like, "Really? This is 
this is the work that he has done and you you did share one of his um you know website or something uh where you you showed all the paintings and everything right? i don't remember i have a really bad memory <laughs> all right no i'll take your word for it i'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay uh if you could change one aspect of our society through your work um what would it be so something that i find really fascinating since like my role in the makerspace is like 3d printing and 3d design or whatever i think it's really important to understand that the skills that you have in in that like how do you say it? like that specific skill set and what that can provide for like other people so for example i mean i could design something that i see lacking somewhere that the people need for example like I saw somebody 3D printing affordable like glasses just because they're so expensive, you know? And I think doing something like that would be really cool. Um, like I don't have any specific cause that I can think of, but I think um, using that skill set just to help people, you know? That is nice, yeah. And also just in general, like I really just enjoy my job. Like. I love teaching people like you, like Blender, you guys get so excited. You're like, this is so cool. You can do this and you can do this. And I'm like, yes, you get it. You can do whatever you want. And so being able to do that with, even if it's not Blender, if it's an illustrator or Photoshop or, you know, just helping people learn that they can make, it's just really exciting because then they've got so many ideas in their head and I just get to help them. So um, just anything around just helping you know, in general. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's the satisfaction that you get out of teaching because sharing information and uh, being able to realize people's dreams or uh, vision right. uh, into reality mm -hmm. is something uh, fascinating. And you feel um, a sense of, uh, you know, satisfaction. You have that sense of satisfaction within right. you. Oh, I, c I was able to yes. help them, you know. Yes. So, yeah, I really like that. And, and, and um, I think part of the... Um, you know, uh, inspiration and being able to, um, you know, uh, love certain things also comes from a community and the surrounding yeah. that you are in. It's a fun environment to mm -hmm. learn, uh, to grow, you know, uh, uh, your skills and everything, you know. Yeah, so like learning in collaboration with other makers, it's, it's, it's un unbeatable, that, that experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have only 24 hours to live, okay? <laughs> How would you spend your day? Um, well, I mean, I can't think of anything that I'm like, I have to do this before I die, you know? Like, I'm not one of those people that wants to go skydiving or anything like that. So um, I would probably just go home. Go yeah, home? Yeah, and spend it with my family. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's beautiful, right. you know? Yeah. Like, being with the family is, is yes, yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. But I would, I would definitely do skydiving. <laughs> in the 24 hours? Yeah, I wanted to try. I, okay, you know, I wanted to try and see how death looks like. <laughs> no, but it's not gonna be like that. But I, I do, you know, I do, I do have few things that I wanted to do. If that's what would you do? Oh me, I don't know. I would, I would definitely skydive. I would. De um, it looks really I, fun. I would go. I, I would go 
to a concert, especially mm -hmm. if I could go to any classical concert Ooh. within the 24 hours, I would go there, right. uh, spend uh, my evening over there, and then have a nice dinner, and then pop <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna have some good food before I go. It's got, I've gotta have good food. <laughs> but see, that's a good thing with me going home. I mean, my mom, my mom can cook. She's Puerto Rican, you know. So, mm -hmm. so, like, I eat good when I go home. Oh wow, that is nice. Um, so. Do you think uh, creativity is a natural trait or uh, is it nurtured? I feel like it's a little bit of both, um, but with the sense of like technicality. So me, I was, I think, naturally creative. Like, I, I mean, I have always been. Um, I was taking art classes since before I could remember, you know, um, and then continuously nurturing those skills and that creativity and um, really helps like me or helped me get to where I am now doing all of the creative things I'm doing because I wouldn't have been able to do these things had I not been practicing for hours or learning this for hours or researching you know um, so I think it's a little bit of both and if you're not like naturally creative quote um, I think there's definitely ways to learn how to be creative whether it's learning techniques or mediums or really just any aspect of the creative world I think there's ways that you can explore and, and research um, and learn these things for yourself and kind of it's like opening your brain to welcome these different ideas so I think there's a way that you can nurture it to where you are now creative you know what I mean I I, I agree to a certain extent because like I do feel that if you know the basics of whatever that you want to do I guess like uh, you could kind of like you know uh, get that creative uh, you know flow or idea that you have and then be able to realize if you know how to do certain things, you know, if right. you're fam if you are familiar with, say, uh, you know, 3D printing or uh, recording or anything of that sort, you know, if you know the basics, I think you can build on that. Right. Um, and, and, and I do agree. There's so many different. Um, how do I say? Like there's so many different ways to be creative. I mean, there's there's it doesn't have to be to like a visual thing. I mean, you could be really good at writing. You could be good at uh, filmmaking or video editing or audio. Or mm -hmm. there's so many different ways that you can be creative. So I feel like it's it's very difficult to not be creative because I mean, you're, as humans, I mean, there's so many things that you can make and it. It doesn't have to be any cookie cutter sort of, you know, mm -hmm. like template. Mm -hmm. There's just, there's so many different blends, like you were saying, like you could be good at this mm -hmm. and this and then build them together. The creative process is something that every human has it. Right. It's just that uh, they have to uh, be open enough to uh, learn. I think it's the attitude and um, yeah. and and the willingness to learn mm -hmm. would really uh, open doors for you to be creative. And I, I, and also part of the thing that I learned from from being creative mm -hmm. is engaging with a group yes. uh, that is creative because you see how they work things. You know, you mm -hmm. and, and through that, I guess like you learn a lot. Right? Yeah, and and working with 
other people on on projects or whatever it is but you get to see perspectives that you didn't even think about like they're like well you could solve this problem doing this or hey did you try try this and i'm just like no i didn't you're a genius you know and so collaborations are really just a blessing (laughs) yeah yeah and i i think spark is is one perfect place for that you know because we have people from all backgrounds and um, and which is why it is fun to be around. Um, so, uh, what do you wish a lot of people knew about the Spark? Um, I guess I wish people took more advantage of everything that we have. So we get a lot of people when we do like outreach, like, oh my god, I didn't know that we had a makerspace. You know, I didn't know that we could do this for free or use this for free. And I'm like, yeah, it's great, and they get excited. And then I feel like uh, our traffic isn't <laughs> like the same. But even when we do consultations and appointments, I mean, they they still don't know everything that we have. Like I'm like, well, we also do this, and they're like, oh, you guys can help me with this. Like, yeah, I'm more than happy to help you with your project. Like I'll show you how to use this software, this software. I'll help you learn how to use these tools or use a laser cutter or 3D print your own stuff. Like I just wish people like knew how much we could do for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we've we've got a bunch of like um engineering students or art students and I mean, well, given that the art students have their own like kind of maker space, their lab. But I mean, we just have so much to offer when it comes to like just equipment. Like we've got things as far as like cameras mm-hmm. to 3D printers, laser cutters, power tools, you know, like we just have so much. And, and that can be really helpful if you're doing like multimedia stuff. Like you just need all of these supplies, you know? So I just, I wish people knew what the possibilities were. Do you think um, something, uh, you know, by, you know, even though we do a lot of outreach and even though we are out there, a right. lot of people still, I feel like a lot of people still have no idea what Spark is right. or Makerspace is. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- what would you do uh, different when it comes to, you know, reaching out to people or um, letting people know, hey, there is a space yeah. that you could use? Um, I feel like I would rely very heavily on social media. So like, because there are so many things that could be created or turned into content for other people to see. And then like, I don't know if you know, but Scrappy, our mascot has a TikTok Mm -hmm. and an Instagram account. And they just post videos of him dancing sometimes. And then it's like, wow, Scrappy, you know, and I wish we could take some of our projects and really just put them out there for people to see like hey you can do this or like even if it was just live streams of our our 3d prints going so people could watch or see their print or if it was like if we held events or streams or anything like that i think that would be the best way to be like hey we're having this event come see us you know Mm -hmm. but we don't really have anything like that at the moment so it would be really nice to have social media integrated uh, I get that. I completely agree. Uh, we are heading to the last question. <laughs> so, what is one creative tool you cannot live without? So, mine is it's just a little bit more general. Like, I don't have like a specific specific tool, but I I would say software. I don't I don't think we'd be able to do like any of the things that we could do without it. Um, 
Like, sure, you can you can design on, like, pencil and paper, you know what I mean? But when it comes to, like, CAD software or 3D software like Blender or even Adobe Illustrator or Premiere or, you know, just so many different suites that you could use for so many different things, um, that's probably, I would lose it if we didn't have that. <laughs> just because I enjoy them way too much. Well, with that, we come to the conclusion of this episode. And Aiden, I want to thank you for joining us today over here. Uh, it was a pleasure again. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you thank for you. having me. Thank you.